702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning to you, Adam Gilchrist. Hey, good morning, Stephen. I've got a stat for you which will make you feel sleepy. Uh, apparently, a lack of sleep is costing the British economy £40 billion. Now, obviously, it's one of those completely made-up research things, isn't it? How can you possibly tell that it's doing that? But nonetheless, it makes me feel like I ought to go back to bed for the good of my country. What do you think? <laughs> it's, the, it's the economically the right thing to do, Adam. Uh, you've got a story about ambulance emergencies. This sounds a bit serious. Yeah, um, this report saying that essentially ambulances are just not reaching those who are seriously ill or injured or in accidents quickly enough and that there's been a rising demand and inevitably cuts also to the services but also a shortage of paramedics that just aren't enough who've gone through the training process. And so in particular patients with life-threatening conditions, cardiac arrest and strokes and so forth are not being uh, getting their ambulances within the eight-minute target. And I think it's only Wales that actually is reaching that target. In some cases, it's only 60 to 70% of ambulances getting to patients on time. And if you think about eight minutes, eight minutes is quite a long time anyway. So over that, and considering you know, some people in a really bad way, it's, it's obviously of some concern. And as this report puts it, the service is at breaking point. And they blame it on all sorts of things, inefficiencies in the system, the handover time that hospitals has taken longer. Sometimes three ambulances are sent to one emergency. Is that cost-effective? There are shortages. There are cuts, as I mentioned. But in particular, also, there's also more traffic. Unfortunately, ambulances get stuck in traffic like the rest of us. And I don't quite know how you solve that, apart from solving the whole infrastructure problem. <laughs> I don't see how you do that either. And the worldwide search for a plastic cup. I'm a dad, I have young children, I think I can possibly relate. Yes, it is. Maybe this will reaffirm one's faith in humanity as well a little bit. Mark Carter, he put out a plea for a plastic cup for his son. His son, 13-year-old Ben, is autistic and has only ever drunk from this blue double-handed kid's cup, but it was falling apart and they don't make it anymore. Basically, Ben wouldn't drink from anything else. And autism, of course, is about order and, 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 you know, fulfilling that and so dad thought hang on you know i can't just let this disappear and and and, and go through the screaming abdab so he put out a twitter appeal it got retweeted twelve thousand times there were offers coming in from around the world but ultimately the original cup manufacturer tommy tippy searched the world scoured their factories around the globe eventually managed to find a mold and remake the little cup <laughs> 500 of them so that now ben carter has a lifetime supply and will never run out again and sometimes people and businesses are really quite nice aren't they i'm not easily touched adam but i know i i have a, v- a vague idea of what that father was going through well done to them we'll chat again tomorrow thank you you're on cheers David.